welcome fold. Yes. Happy Fourth of July. No, we did Easter. East. Happy Memorial Day to come. Memorial Day to come. When is this airing? Uh, this is airing this Saturday. You're gonna get it done by then. Yes. Oh yeah. Then I'm gonna cuss a lot, so keep you on your toes. I also welcome Fold. Hello, this is Neil, and I'm, I'm joined by David again. Again, because I realize we don't tell us who we are. That's true. Also, we never say to, we never tell people to subscribe at the beginning of the show. You guys should subscribe to the show. You should pound that good like, content. Pound that like button. Oh pound wait, that's that, the that's, that's the, the that's YouTube YouTube's. guys. Yeah. Pound that bell button. <laughs> yeah, what's the, what's the YouTube guy that always says? It's like, uh, hey guys, what's up? What's going on? It's it's your boy David. I want you to hit that like and subscribe button and ring that bell for me. <laughs> that's not that guy. That's most of the guys. <laughs> that's everybody, right? <laughs> and this is why we don't have a YouTube channel. Oh my goodness! Yeah, because when my um my cousin and I were were we um back in 2020 we were starting to play a lot of Hero Clicks, which is the table game. I think I might have talked about this as the tabletop game, yeah. a strategy game kind of thing that had comic book characters in it. And we were buying all new characters and stuff because we're like using 12 year old characters and pieces. And we're like, oh man, let's buy these new ones. These are cool. And and then we we're doing it. We're like, so there he started watching all the unboxing videos and stuff. He's like, you gotta do it. We like pound that bell. And, <laughs> I was like, what? And then I watch it. I'm like, oh, my goodness. That's exactly how these exactly. things are. Yeah, it's funny. But we don't have any of those. Uh, so what's funny is, well, after I do the wolf howl, my goddaughter has a film, has a podcast now. Oh, nice. And I'll give it a shout out. It's Friendly Film Fireside Chat. Oh, Friendly Film Fireside. What is she, a movie review? Yeah, it's more like, instead of movie reviews, it's like talking about movies. Like, she's t- had, like, two actors that she's worked with. I guess she's done some short films and stuff. Oh, cool. Good for her. I know. Yeah. It is good. But I might want to do a cease and assist cease and desist letter because she has some weird barnyard animals in the beginning oh no. and it's like and then it goes oh does she really and then it goes man man and i said that's that's straight from me <laughs> and i don't is. like it so i'm gonna have to call her up there you go but. yeah i got two topics um if you want to talk about them at some point one of them is flight of dragons i like oh yeah that's what we were gonna do we were gonna talk about flight okay of dragons, that's so i want to i knew about, we were gonna do something okay what's yeah. another thing we're the other do? one is is um uh, I quit my job. That that one. Oh, <laughs> it's a topic to, to 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 bring in at some point, and then. Um, well, let's just talk about your job real quick before we do anything else. Okay, so I quit my job. <laughs> that's basically it. But so, why? Uh, well, that's the part I'm not sure we're allowed to talk about yet. So oh. I don't know. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about what I'm doing next. You got another job. I did get another job. Yes, you're offered a job. You want the job. So I you took, took the, the job. job so you right. had to quit your old job. Yeah. It's still. It's still uh, in. <laughs> that's in fine. We don't need. Work, no, 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 no. Oh, but okay. it's not. Um, but it's not in youth ministry, and that's kind of scary for me because I've been in youth ministry for the last twenty years, and so to step out of that is uh, it's going to be wild. So it sounds like different. it sounds like you know when the cop is off the beat and he's yeah. behind the desk, <laughs> he's like, "Oh man, you want to be jumping over hoods of cars, saying no time for backup, and now you're filling out paperwork." Actually, where I'm working, I might be jumping over hoods of cars and stuff. Like that. <laughs> but yeah, that was like. It was like in Star Trek, the Star Trek movies when he like Kirk's an admiral and he's all like, I'm old and sad. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, that was the thing, too, because like I, I know we talked about this a bunch of times that I'm like, 
uh, phasing out of youth ministry and, and things like that just in my old age. And then, like, <laughs> when I broke my foot and then, like, I can't play the games with the kids anymore because, like, pain and things like that. Well, I know that, but I also feel like you're feeling you're older than you really are. Like, that's probably true. I've always felt that, though. That's, no, 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 that's but I mean, the other thing, too, is I think, because you're like, well, I'm almost 40, and now I can't relate to children, you know, but you do, even if you don't, like, you're not childish like me, but <laughs> you still relate, and kids right. still like you, they and it do. still works, so I feel like you do a better job than most people would, even at half your age, relating. Oh, well, thanks, man. No, for real, and I feel like that's the thing. So I feel like you were like using it as a number, and I mean, it might not just because you're cutting until forty, and, <laughs> and but you know, and you do have other, <clears throat> you know, jobs that, that came up, but it's just like I didn't want you to be like, well, better go look and see if I can work at the bank now because I'm an old man <laughs> and kids won't know, and I don't know what's jiggy anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, no, it's it, part of a, a large part of it is that I can't keep up with the kids, like like uh, physically, physically. Like I can I can be there and teach, but like part of relationship building is playing the games with them. Well, to a point, I mean, you can try. I mean, I understand I that you're try. broken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do try. But you're not good at sports anyway. So. I'm not, but but we, I would play some of the other games and run around with them and things like that. But not so much anymore. Yeah. yeah so that that was a that that was one of those like straw that's like I know I'm aging out, and this is God saying, yeah, you need to be done, and so. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> so because I was just turning into old man who yelled at clouds. That was the other thing. As I get older, I'm like, oh my goodness, why are you doing this, kid? And <laughs> I turn to dad mode, <laughs> and that's not good either. And uh, there's there's certain opportunities for that, but not every opportunity should go to dad mode. And so that's yeah, the problem. That's okay. I at least sent me a what's it called a, a little gif. Oh. And she said, "Old man yells at clouds," and I'm like, "Shut yep. up, please." Yeah, that's definitely us. Even though she doesn't know Simpsons very well. She'll sometimes put like that Marge Simpson, like, mm. yeah. And I'm like, you, you don't realize that so how well. Marge you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's she, when I realized I was getting old too, yeah. because I was like, boy, I'm sure relating a lot more with Homer than Bart. Because if you could <laughs> remember, like Bart's my age. Yeah. Like, yeah. When he when he came out, like I guess he's technically supposed to be a little older because they premiered on on uh, Tracy Ullman. Yeah. But when the first season started and he was like fourth grade at 10 years old or whatever, I was like fourth grade at 10 years old. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm like literally Bart's age. Yep. Homer and Marge are almost the exact same age as my parents. Yeah. And Sarah is maybe a year younger than Lisa Simpson. Wow. And I'm like, my sister Sarah. So I was like, oh, we're definitely the Simpsons here. That's, like, that's perfect. Because that's how old it was when it started. And now, of course, you know, Bart's still four. I mean, 10. 10 and, is fourth grade, man. I'm, I'm old man, but yeah, now you're Homer. Yeah, not, yeah, because it was somewhere in my 20s where I was like, don't worry, son. Because <laughs> then I realized that I stopped doing the oh, oh wait, that sounded more like Marge. It did sound I was like, like Marge. oh, it's like Bart's, yeah. and then oh, is Homer's. <laughs> so then I realized when I stopped doing oh, yeah. and started doing oh, and then now Bart goes oh, and he doesn't even know the Simpsons yet. Yeah, I know that was like Lisa's like, I don't want to watch the Simpsons; they're bad. Oh, rah, 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 rah. Oh. I'm like. Ugh. No, that first those, those first couple of seasons were actually really good. They're all, they're, you know, even their bad seasons are still good. Yeah, like it's still good. And like when I was like, I was like, when I have kids, I'd rather them watch something inappropriate than something terrible. <laughs> like yeah, I need true. it to be well written. Yeah, there there's something to say about well written well written shows versus good shows because we we've talked about this many times of the like the the uh, cut 
uh, paint by numbers Christian films that are all terrible. Oh God! Yeah, where they're trying to put this great message together and it gets lost because of how bad the story is and how yeah. bad the characters are. And just it's like really, dude. Like yeah. this part's okay, and I like the meaning they're trying to hit. Right. But all this is dumb. Right. So we, you know, what we did. We talked about redemption and baptism with the Batman. The Batman. <laughs> Can't even do that voice because I don't know how to do Robert Pattinson's voice. Robert Pattinson's Batman. I'm Batman. I don't talk. I don't talk. I'm in the shadow. It's all whispering and mysterious. Oh yeah, his is more like I can't see me because it's so dark. Yeah, I'm vengeance. (laughs) What? Yeah, I'm vengeance. vengeance. Speak up, Batman. (laughs) I'm supposed to win like Christian Bale's like hiding with Katie Holmes. I'm over here. You gotta look at me. I'm not the Batman that everybody wants. That still sounds more like, hey, you want to see my secret identity? Exactly. Yeah, uh, or the uh, bat, oh, the the fat man one, the the college humor one. <laughs> yeah, where he sounds drunk. Yes, yes, yes. I mean him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it too yesterday? Oh, I forgot. Uh, Laurie, where actually found this like number two read easy reader book or whatever you know, like for kids or at schools and stuff, and it was a man bat. Oh, Batman story. Mm-hmm. He's like, what's this? And I'm like, oh, this is Man Bat. You got to see this. And and I'm like, and so I was reading it. And he's like, you didn't use the Batman voice there. And I said, well, that's the narrator. Who's the narrator? <laughs> the narrator is who tells the story because it's all print. So you can't see the move. Oh, that's your usual voice. So said, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what I said. I'm the narrator. I'm the narrator. <laughs> but that one, I think I did a, like a, it was a dark day in Gotham City. Nice. Blah, 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 blah. This is tough. That's and then a- it's funny too, this story. <clears throat> which was funny is uh so man bat if you don't know is you know about Batman? yeah do you know about Batman? he's a bat that's a man yes yeah opposed to batman who's, who's a, man, a man that's, that's a, a bat, bat. Yes. well dressed as a bat <laughs> he's dressed as a bat <laughs> you got any pa- bat powers i mean like you no know? <laughs> just just like a bat so you just- <laughs> that was in the new you know what's funny in the new 52 uh-huh. when they first started up and they had the justice league comic yeah and it was like batman and matt green lantern yes that's and one of my favorite scenes yeah and he's just like oh you there's to do the cartoon they did. oh yeah. yeah i didn't see that yet so but i read it as i was saying green lantern can do anything except shut up apparently wow someone forgot to take their true blood tonight i'm not a vampire seriously i thought with the darkness and the vanishing then the what super strength no can you fly in a plane wait you're not just some guy in a bat costume are you are you freaking kidding me he's like so what's the deal like you have you can fly no (laughs) and then like flash shows up he's like so what's the deal do you do this or that and then like and then green like no he just dressed like a bat what really (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember at the end of it, like there's this part where they have all these parademons flying and like Aquaman's there and they're like, What do you do? He's like, Watch this. And like a great white like jumps out of the water and like eats these parademons and it's like, Yeah, boy. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> And then the the Batman line that was that was from the um Zack Schneider Justice League. Well, what's your superpower? I'm rich. I'm rich. <laughs> I'm rich. Yeah. Rich, buddy. Um Batman. <laughs> So we're reading the thing. And then uh-huh. so with Batman, what's funny, or with Man Bat, what's funny is I've known for a long time he's all he's been kind of a ripoff of Spider-Man's lizard. That's true. Because the lizard was Dr. Kurt Connors yeah. who was missing a limb, and he was experimenting with lizard DNA and how they can grow their tails back and right, stuff to try to get, to get a limb back. back. Yeah, and it did, but it turned him into a lizard. Yeah. 
So what's what happens when you mess with lizard DNA? <laughs> so what's funny is in the cartoon with the man bat, they don't have him having a disability. But I don't know if the original. I never read the original comic. I think it's Detective Comics four hundred or something. It's like back in nineteen seventy, and um, <clears throat> but I never read that original story. But I've seen on Leather Wings is the first episode of Batman the animated series, and um, but in this little easy reader book or whatever. They said, oh, Dr. Kirk Connors was having hearing loss and he was fighting, he was going to be deaf. So he wanted to get these bat powers. His name wasn't Kirk Connors, was it? Did I say Kirk Connors? Yeah, you sure did. Sorry, that's a lizard. I was going to say. Uh, Kurt Landstrom. <laughs> oh, his name's Kurt, too. Wow. <laughs> I think, now I got to see, because I think it's a Kurt with a C versus the lizard Kurt and Kurt with a K for the man that's bat. That's funny. I got to look that up. Okay. We're doing so it's Dr. Kurt Landstrom. And, um, and then it, he's trying to fight, uh, what's it called? Not fight, but, you know, Help his, his hearing, hearing mm-hmm. which is funny because, yeah. So I was like, well, that makes him even more of a yeah. lizard ripoff. Yeah. But was it like that in the original story? Probably. So I was like, oh, okay. But in on Leather Wings, he was just kind of experimenting with Batman D- bat DNA. And you're supposed to think of as his father-in-law. Who, Bruce Wayne's father-in-law? No, Kurt's. Oh, Kurt's if, if you see the episode, the, the the guy, it's the red herring kind of thing that this guy seemed like a jerk. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like he was supposed to. And he's he, like, oh, he's definitely. He's definitely. The, he's definitely the man, man bat. bat. And, and then when Batman there, gets yeah. there and he's there and you're like, wait, what? And then you find out it was Kurt, yeah. Kurt Langstrom and stuff. <laughs> and what's funny is in this little reader book, you know, he gets in there and he saves this blonde scientist. And it says, Batman saves the scientist. And the scientist gets up. And I was like, scientist? That looks just like. Man Bat's wife. That should be Francine. Why do they call her scientist? Blah, 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 blah. And this is all going in my head. I'm like, this is stupid. Why do they do that? Flip the page. Hi, I'm Francine Landstrom. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I guess the narrator wouldn't say, Batman say Francine, who you don't know who she is yet. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Neil's jumping ahead. Yeah. And it, so it looked just like her. So, I mean, they did a good job. Whoever the artist is in these things are good. Robert Kirkland Langstrom, Kurt with a K, of course. is what he's called. Now we will look up the lizard. Dr. Curtis Connors, oh, so Kurt a with C. a C. Yep. It's Curtis, yep. And he was uh, Amazing Spider-Man 6. I knew that one. But there's Neil's Comic Corner today. Welcome to Neil's Comic Corner. There's Neil's Comic Corner. Man, we I haven't done one that. of those in a while. I haven't read anything in a while, but yeah. I have to read something. But see, then the thing, too, is a lot of stuff I was reading, I was like, yeah, there's nothing that cool. <laughs> there's nothing I want to tell you about. But... Yeah. Well, what are we drinking? Let's talk about that then. We're drinking whiskey sours that yes, we are. David made with um, Maker's Mark Maker's 42. Mark. Mm-hmm. I know, which is kind of like a... Fancy. Yeah, it's kind of a whiskey sour. For whiskey sour. But it's I have two bottles of it, and I'm like, I got to get this whiskey drunk. And Why? Because it doesn't fit in my liquor cabinet anymore, and I have a 12-year Macallan that I want to get in there. You're so funny. My problem is I can't keep stuff in the liquor cabinet long enough. <laughs> Like no dust on this stuff. Yeah, yeah. No. There's dust on stuff that Lisa had. Yeah, you probably got like some eight, uh, twelve year old vodka, grape vodka oh, stuff that's not that right. this much left in it. <laughs> I remember yeah. my cousin Linda had a Facebook post a long time ago or something, and she had all this booze that she was like dusting off. She's like, "This stuff go bad? Like, what's up?" And I wrote, "Yes, it does. I will take it and dispose <laughs> of it for you." <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. It has to be disposed of properly. So please. Uh... Let Down us my throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, anything else? Yeah. Uh, in talking about like quitting and transitioning jobs and stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. I heard uh, another podcaster uh, talk about like trying to mark the occasion rather than just like letting it pass and stuff like that. So, mark I want the occasion of like while ending you're doing the, it. 
or or just like like this is the end like this kind of a end. closure yeah <laughs> like, like maybe not an apocalypse now thing but <laughs> but some kind of closure for the uh, for the 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 time in ministry and some kind of a new beginning ritual type thing for and i've been reading like uh, i've been reading uh this is nerdy but i've been reading um Jordan Peterson's Maps of Meaning, uh-huh. and he talks a lot about like uh, the need or the the, the psychological need for um, ritual and what it does for the human psyche and stuff like that. And so I'm like, maybe this is important, and I need to find a way to kind of like mark the occasion. Uh, um, uh, more so, than just like a retirement party. Yeah, more than something, some kind of. I don't know what to do. With, uh, like, how do you how do you bury and bring to life something? You know, bury something. Uh, or um, end something that was your life for 20 years and then bring something up new to kind of mark the occasion of, of uh, you know, I just don't know what I want to do, but I, I feel like I should do something. Um, any any thoughts or advice on, on something like that? I, I kind of, well, it's funny that you said the thing about the rituals because I feel like that's very much something that I'm like a tradition list. Oh, yeah. You're like a huge, huge <laughs> ritual person. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I've only told you about like all the Christmassy stuff. <laughs> Yeah. And then even when I wanted to start new ones or something, because yeah. I was like, <clears throat> well, Lisa, I was like, she made this Easter pie. It was kind of like a, it was, what was it? It was like eggs and it was kind of like a quiche with a top, mm-hmm. but it was like, like a pie kind of crust, but it's full of like eggs and cheese and ham or something like that. And, she, and we're like, I'm like, this is awesome. And we ate it on like the Saturday, Holy Saturday. So it's like, we did all our good Friday stuff. And that's the thing. Holy Saturday. If you don't go to Easter Vigil, it's kind of like just wasted day. Kind of just why sit you there. Go to Easter Vigil. No, screw Easter Vigil. <laughs> Easter Vigil is the devil's tool. No, Easter to make you amazing. suffer. <laughs> and then you're happy that the one person you know got baptized. Oh, I've been waiting. Well, the thing is, is like there should be a huge party at the end of Easter Vigil. That's how we should be doing it. Yeah, the only but, problem is it's one in the morning and the priest got to get up at three hours. I know, from. I know. But we should like, like that's when the parish festival should be. Like right at the end of Easter Vigil, and you have bands and like. Like, I get you. Oh, that'd be great. I understand. I like that. <laughs> so, and now that we're doing Easter on Easter, our family Easter celebration on Saturday, yeah, it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Now we put something there. Yeah. Because then, and then you always feel like Lent's over at, after Good Friday because you're like, I didn't eat anything all day. And yeah. Well, technically Lent is over. Triduum's its own little. Yeah, but you're still supposed to fast and abstain. Well, because it's Triduum. But, but, the, but, and it still counts in the 40 days. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Do the math. Yeah. Huh? It doesn't count. It does. Do the math. How many weeks of Lent are there? Uh, hold on. I got to go look. But uh, There are six. There are six. There and don't go. count Sundays. Six times six is 36. Oh, you're supposed to count Sundays. You don't. I count Sundays. No, no, no. This is how it still works. <laughs> Listen here. There's 40 right. days of Lent. You don't count Sundays. All right. So six times six is 36. Okay. And then you have Ash Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's four. Four plus 36 is well, 40. The, the, well, the problem is, is that you're counting... You're not counting Sundays, and you're counting extra days that aren't in Lent because Lent begins on a Wednesday. What do you mean I'm counting days that aren't in Lent? Because they're they, they Ash are. Wednesday is the first day of Lent. Yeah, so that you have you have your your 36 days plus your three Ash Wednesdays. Four, four days, four days. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, that's that's 40. four plus 36 is 40. All right. Yeah, is that what we got? Yeah, but that still counts Friday, Saturday of Good Friday and Holy Saturday. Oh, I got you. That's what you're counting? Because if you subtract those two, uh-huh. let's say, uh-huh. and then we add six more Sundays, that's two more than 40. Is it? Well, six times seven is 42. 42. Yeah. Minus two is 40. Then what is Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday don't count? 
I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, because it's Holy Week. Because <laughs> Palm Sunday. Well, it's Holy Week. I, uh, that's not a. That's not its own season of itself. Yeah, because Holy Week's not. Holy it's still Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's still. It's still technically. Technically Lent. Yeah. Or if you do subtract Thursday too, then you're down from what forty two to thirty nine plus four or five because you've got to count that other yeah, Sunday. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. Yeah. So the other way works. The other way works. I never counted it that way. I gotta go look at. But you can't. I, I gotta look against the. See, I understand if you like. Well, right. I still abstain from my candy well, that, or whatnot on Sundays. That, oh, you so should they never must do count. That. You, you feast. You feast on Sundays, but but it was still that because it's a Sunday of Lent. It's quite literally called the Sunday of Lent. I understand, but so. it doesn't count as one of the forty days because that doesn't make any sense. It it's, does make sense. No, it doesn't because it's literally this the first Sunday of Lent or the second Sunday. of Oh Lent. no, it's still it the be. first Sunday in the Lenten season. It just doesn't count as one of the forty days because you're not supposed to abstain on those days. Oh, I agree with that. But then, well, that's the point. But then you shouldn't. All, then then you also shouldn't count uh, Saint Joseph's Day. What are you talking about? Saint Joseph's Day. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to fast on. It's it's a high uh, feast day. It, it's oblig- obligatory. March nineteenth. I know. It's obligatory feast day. I know. Saint Patrick's Day this is, is also, not an obligatory. It feast depends day. on where you are. <laughs> but it's not. It's not obligatory. So it's, it's optional. A, you get obligatory at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's an optional feast day, but it's not obligatory. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I still think there's something wrong there. I'm going to do some research. Like, that's that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, then where do you get the 40 days? The 40 days should be 40 days, but not counting the the the, uh, the new triduum. I got to look. I got to look that up to see why they why they did that. It's got to count Sundays. It doesn't make any sense not to count Sundays. Yeah. I'm going to look this up. I'm going to do Go some ahead, research. <laughs> you, here's the thing. I will admit that I'm wrong. Yeah. Once you show me Absolutely. that you're right. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> because otherwise, because it doesn't work. Because it you, definitely, you count it definitely the Sundays, looks like 40 days. If you count the, the, yeah, if you count count the Sundays Sunday. or if you subtract the triduum, whatever you do, it don't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. I got to look at that because that's the dumbest thing. Because you can't would, sit there and say, oh, Ash Wednesday doesn't count. Then we'll I'm going to be like, who the heck picked? Because the, the thing is, is the way the way you pick. Because why do we have it on Ash Wednesday? The way you pick Ash Wednesday is has to do with the lunar calendar. Right, mm-hmm. it's from Easter is based on the lunar calendar. Right, right, right. And then Ash you go forty Wednesday days back to forty from that. days before, right? Not counting Sundays. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like if they if they quite literally did the not counting Sundays thing on that, that's the dumbest thing. I gotta look at that because that's a really dumb reason to to do to do that. Because like, who who would the think? Who would the think? Who would the think that? Because <clears throat> you don't think of like you don't think of the abstaining obligation whenever you're whenever you're creating liturgical seasons. You think of like, okay, what is the season, right? Yeah. This make, what, and if, if the Sunday's not in the season, why the heck would you call it? You see what I'm saying? Like, No, no, it's still in the season. It just doesn't count as the 40 days. They just use those 40 days of Lent, i.e. the 40 days to abstain. So they're calling the, they're calling. The and season. then they count that out. I got to find why out else, why would why would Why would Wednesday count? Why would Wednesday count? Why would it be Wednesday? Because, it's, because uh, what's it called? Then on a Thursday. Or begins on a Thursday. What began on a Thursday? The uh, Holy Thursday. True to one. Because yeah, Thursday. but then why is Ash Wednesday count on the thir- Wednesday? So it's nothing to do with f- Holy, Holy Thursday because it's a month ahead. So why does what's the point? Does that work with the moon too? Because the Easter is the first Sunday after the first full moon after Correct. the first day of spring, aka the vernal equinox. Yes. So everything else is a countdown from that. Right, which is I just uh, I just assumed it was forty days, so I wouldn't count it back. I never counted. You didn't back. count it. Up I never cared. I never counted. Cared. I just look at the calendar. I understand you do. <laughs> See, but you, you never thought why. Sorry, I can say that like Jeff Goldblum. That's the dumbest thing. That's the dumbest. You thing. never. I'm gonna look. You up. never thought if you should. I'm gonna look up whoever created the forty days, and and if they didn't count Sundays, I'm gonna be like, 
They better not have an ST in front of their name because that's the dumbest thing. <laughs> I, I'm going to laugh if it's like Augustine or something. I don't, no, it's never that. It's not, definitely not that old. The way we count Lent is is, is relatively new in church history-wise anyway. We yeah, only, only 1,500 years. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, no. no, but I mean, everything else has a certain, has a reason to start. But right. Yeah. Like Christmas is the 25th and it's always the 25th and then it's always the days after. But now it's also weird too because it's kind of like, oh, depending on if it's a Sunday or not because you only have X amount of Sundays, you know? What do you mean? Christmas gets an extra extra days or fewer days. Oh, you mean Christmas season because of the... the Also because of what's it called? Right. Because we don't really do... We don't do weird. We don't do the 12 days of Christmas anymore. We don't do the baptism of Jesus type thing. Yeah. Well, we kind of do. No, but we, we do do the baptism. But we well, the baptism the is yeah, but the baptism of Jesus is the second Sunday, no, the third Sunday <sighs> after we, Easter, after Christmas. Because we abrogate it rather than it being on the ninth or whatever. It's supposed to be on the ninth, right? I don't know when that is. I know that Epiphany is supposed to be on the sixth. Epiphany on the sixth. And the <clears> baptism <throat> on the ninth. Yes. Epiphany okay, on then the that's sixth. what it is. And so baptism bi- on the ninth. The ba- but we abrogate them both to so Sundays. That, correct. But so the fact too is that the Christmas season. Now depends on when those Sundays lie. Yeah. So if Christmas is on a Monday, well, the Christmas season has always been very like uh, ambiguous in the United States. Well, no, no, no. That's different. That's when we. That's when they put up the, the lights and stuff. No, 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 no. Like the <laughs> legit liturgical season. Oh, for I Christmas. hear like on yeah. November first when the <laughs> start playing Christmas music. No, no, the legit Christmas season for for us. Like it's supposed to end on um, uh, the baptism of the Lord, because- which is. The second, which is the third Sunday. Correct. If Christmas doesn't lie on a Sunday and there's too many days. Yeah, yeah. Because if Christmas hits a Sunday, they skip um, Holy Family Sunday. Right. So and it goes Christmas to Epiphany, Epiphany. to a baptism. So yeah. most of the time when Christmas isn't that way, you have Christmas. The next Sunday is Holy, Holy Family, Family Sunday. Then it's Epiphany, Epiphany Sunday. So it could be the third or it could be the seventh or right. whatever. When Epiphany is supposed to be 12 straight up, count them days, two right. to six, yeah. which sucks now because of all that stuff at the Capitol happened on January 6th. So when people say January 6th, oh, yeah, that's true. That's I funny. always think of Epiphany. Yeah. I and agree. people like, and there's some, um, you know, people in Eastern Europe and would always celebrate. Oh, yeah. That's Christmas for them. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because um, there's a uh, Armenian friends of mine would call call it Armenian Christmas, and it's like, well, other people do it <laughs> yeah. too, but I guess that's your thing, yeah. you know. So that that's Orthodox a big, Christmas. yeah, Orthodox Christmas, yeah. yeah. Or in um, Mexican culture, you have the Three Kings the Day, Kings. and you know, so to me, an Epiphany has always been a big deal for me because my parents always loved to do Twelfth Night, yeah. So that's the whole deal. So that's the day before. Oh, technically, I guess Epiphany's thirteen days after because it's well, no, twelve days after because Christmas Correct. counts as day one, yeah. So. Then the idea now, we, so we moved Epiphany to be right. celebrated on the second Sunday, and then and all this is particularly American. This is not everybody, yet, but nobody else does that too. No, not everybody. Like, but we do that because for whatever reason, our country has a hard time with holy days of obligation. Oh well, wait, but those aren't holy days of obligation. Just Correct. Christmas is. It's supposed to be on the on the Roman. The only one that I know is supposed to be an obligation is New Year's Day. Which is of the solemnity of yeah. Mary. Right. But it's stupid because it's New Year's Day. So it's like, oh, I've been out all night and I went to bed at four. And now you want me to go to church? Forget you. Oh, I go to church. <laughs> I know you go to church, but you also don't have fun on New Year's Eve. Uh, I play Mario Kart usually. Yeah, I do like Mario Kart. I play the crap out of Mario Kart. We yeah. played a lot of Mario Kart on Christmas Day. Because <laughs> on my family, when we do all this stuff for a long time, the Browers family, we'd always do Christmas Eve, yeah. as you've heard on the last St. Nicholas right. Day episode. And... 
then Christmas morning we do stuff with our folks, and they they'd be like, mom and dad would be like, well, we're gonna watch fourteen Christmas movies now. We're gonna snuggle up on the couch, and that's it. And it's like, well, we want to do something fun. So Sarah and I are going to Jason's house, which nice. was he had like a little condo on, like on the I don't know. Would you think south of south of Vegas Drive would be the east side still? South you of sh- Vegas? No, I, I don't know. Desert, we, yeah. yeah, south of Desert. Yeah, I don't know. What we would call that anymore. I don't know, but it's still the east enough for me. And it's way out there on Cabana, which is like past Nellis and everything. So we'd go way out there. And then all of us cousins got together and we'd hang out on Christmas Day. And then we'd go buy Carl's Jr. because it was open on Christmas Day. And I'd buy like 18, you know, it felt like 18 little uh, Western bacon cheeseburgers or whatever. No, it wasn't 18. It was only like six or seven of us. But, um, and then we'd play Mario Kart Double Dash because they just got it for Christmas. And we're sending it. That's funny. But uh, but the other, what is the other one? So you got that. And then, of course, the baptism of Jesus is then the first week of ordinary right. time. But, but there's no first Sunday of ordinary time. Well, well, there can be, but that's... But there isn't. Right. We, well, no, there there is liturgically, but most of the time it doesn't happen. It can happen. I've never seen it. Well, the problem it's is... It's always the f- baptism of Jesus. January 9th is the baptism of Jesus. Mm-hmm. But in the United States... <laughs> oh, now you're making it sound like it's our problem. It is our problem. <laughs> in the United States, uh, things that aren't a holy day of obligation that are for everybody else. Uh, Epiphany is a holy day of obligation for everybody else. <gasps> I know. Uh, the, the baptism of the Lord is the Holy Day of Obligation that, that falls on the 9th. Um, you see everybody? Most everybody else. A lot of the other world. A lot of the rest of the world. And then um, even that. in the United States, the for example, today happens to be Ascension Thursday. In, oh. In the United States, some parts of the United States. We're this supposed is to holy, go to church today. This is the Holy Day of Obligation for some people. That's today? Yeah. Well, but, that means the Pentecost is coming up. It sure does. But... Oh, this, this is also region of this the is also States. forty actual days after Easter is yes, a Thursday, is. yeah, and fifty days after Easter is Pentecost, yes, because I think you actually count Easter because Easter is, Easter is part of Easter, yes, because seven times seven is forty nine plus the other Sunday of Easter is fifty, and that's how you get Pentecost is fifty days See, after Easter. It'd be weird not to count the Sundays, right? <laughs> But they were not abstaining. <laughs> that, that doesn't make any sense at all. I, it um, doesn't, except it does. <laughs> okay, but then see, um, I can math. Yeah, oh yeah, you can definitely math. But, but I kept chapter and verse wrong. It, uh, just saying. Uh, and the, but for the for a lot of the you United find States, me forty days. I know. So for the, a lot of the United States, <laughs> this like, is a holy day of obligation today. But for us in this region, we're supposed it's to abrogate it to the Sunday. We're usually supposed to. We used to. It used to be. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. It used to be in, in even all here, of the United even States. here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they changed it because, again, it's that same issue with people not going to Holy Days of Obligation and uh, whenever they fall during the week. And they've- You know what I used to love about or hate about hate and love about Holy Days of Obligation is the parking lot to pew ratio <laughs> is off. So because, and I figured it out, is because people who go to Mass on Holy Days of Obligation are going by themselves coming from or to work or something like that. So there's yeah. one person per car. Oh, yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> so you get to mass, you get to the church, you're like, oh, my goodness, it's packed. And I'm never going to find a seat. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, it's only three-quarters full. What's up? <laughs> yeah, It's because not everybody's coming in a whole family full of nope. things. Yep. Spouses are coming separately, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cause Two cars for, for one family. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because, like, if I did it, I might go at noon and just take an extra long lunch. And Lisa might go at, like, 7 o'clock. <clears throat> All right, I got some holy days of obligation per country. Gotcha. This is, of course, according to Wikipedia, so let's take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> Argentina's got Solemnity of Mary, Assumption of Mary, Immaculate Conception, and Christmas. Australia only has a, 
Assumption, and Christmas. Uh, oh, no. Austria has Solemnity of Mary, Epiphany, Ascension, Body and Blood, which is usually Sunday. Um, Assumption, All Saints Day, Feast of Immaculate Conception, Christmas. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. Belgium, Ascension, Assumption, All Saints, Christmas. Brazil, Mary, Body and Blood, Conception, uh, Christmas. Let's find some good ones. Chile. No, that's all the same. China. They're not allowed to. Right. Have <laughs> I thought there were some other cool ones where it was like in. Let me look at France. I think they like had like St. Dennis Day. And stuff. Oh, here. No, this is wrong. I think they had to go on St. Dennis's Day. France. St. Dennis's Day? Yeah, or something like France had like St. Dennis and like St. Joan of Arc were like their, their patron days. saints and they had to go or something. But I don't know this could be all wrong. Ireland. Hey, boom. Ireland. You have to go to church on St. Patrick's Day. That makes sense. Well, I, I remember hearing the fact that the Immaculate Conception is like, is an American thing. Well, it's not a, a made by America, but that's like our, our patriot of America. Uh-huh. Because the um, Basilica in D.C., the National Basilica is is um uh, the Basilica of the Immaculate Conception. Yes. And the main reason why we have that as a obligation day is because it's a national one. We don't have it as an obligation day. Yeah, we do. Immaculate Conception Day? Oh, I thought you said... I'm um, sorry. I thought you said uh, Our Lady Guadalupe. <laughs> no. That's not our national <laughs> no, one. No, that's not that our national That is one. for both continents. The Americas. Yeah, the right. Americas. North right. and South. That's where my brain went. Sorry, I was reading something else. Because I have the general norms for liturgical year and calendar. And Ash Wednesday... Uh, Lent runs from Ash Wednesday until the Mass of the Lord's Supper exclusive. And so it does not count Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying Mexico is our lady. What a yeah, it's saying that uh, no exceptions are made for Sundays. General norms go on specifically to name Sundays as a period of the beginning of the longest seasons. Sunday of seasons, first, second, third, fourth, fifth Sundays of Lent, sixth Sunday, which is marks the beginning of Holy Week. It's called Palm Sunday. That's so weird to me. But uh, anyway, but it does it does count the Sundays according to the general norms. And it says Lent is approximately 40 days long. Uh, why it starts on a Wednesday, I have no idea. It can't be approximately. It's always the same amount of days. Well, yeah. That's it's why it's always approx- a Wednesday. But they say 40 as an approximate number. Versus- like how it's 40 days and 40 nights. Yeah. And how, exactly. And how we say like uh, then why do we pick then, not, then why do we pick? Why do we pick what? Why do we I pick know. One that's day. the thing. That's why I want to look up. I want to look that up. But liturgical norms say quite literally that Lent ends on Mount, uh, that uh, what Lent spy, ends. spy Wednesday, whatever that day is. Spy Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday of Holy Week. Wednesday of Holy Week. That's the last day of Lent. And if that's the last and day of Lent. why do we still have to abstain on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday? Because you also abstain during Twinwam. I'm going to look it up, find out I'm who I'm saying, why are you picking that? That's a great idea. Because if you're saying it's that's 42 a, no, days, I agree. if you do it this way, except don't count Palm Sunday and Caldente Sunday, Regardless, then, then I'll say, oh, I guess, why? Yeah, exactly. So I got I to gotta look and find out what that count is and why that count is. Oh, and what's the what's the rose-colored Sunday in Advent? Um, Latare. Latare. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Anyway, all this Get randomness day. was all about oh. trying to get r- ritual for me quitting my job and starting a new one. <laughs> oh, boy. We are going to have to chop some of this out. I know. A lot, a lot of, of us on the phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Anyway. No, but for real, like, there's got to be a reason. And he there can't, has to be a reason. And you can't give me they don't count two Sundays. And no, that's I got to look. Works. That doesn't make any sense. Because I know, I was like, I know the liturgical norms say to Ash Wednesday. I understand the liturgical norms can say that thing. Right, right. And they can say that the that that Lent. Still, that these Sundays are still in Lent because they don't call it the sixth Sunday of Lent 
Oh, except that this Sunday doesn't count. Right, right, right. So I want to figure out who picked the date and why. So I'm going to do some research on that, figure that out, because Look that doesn't make Ash any Wednesday. sense. Who created Ash Wednesday? Well, who picked Because why is it Ash Wednesday unless it's the 40 days? Right, right, exactly. So I got to find out and look, and that's because that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, yeah, because an ordinary times always cut up weird too, because depending on where Easter is, right? But that ordinary times only cut up weird because of how we number our other feasts at the beginning of the year. But um, and it's better to cut the beginning than it is to cut the end. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and also, what's it called? And Advent is also not exact either. Because Advent's always done by um, right Advent's Sundays. Never, yeah, it's never been. It's it's done by Sundays. It's not about the count of the days of Advent. Oh, I know. But yeah. what I'm saying is the Advent days always fluctuate. Of course. So then it's weird, too, what I'm yeah. saying. See, so you got some days that are always this many days. Easter and Lent are always the exact amount of days. But Advent and Christmas always fluctuate on the days. Right. And that's... Because you can have four four straight weeks of Advent. Right. Because if Christmas, East, is, if Christmas is on, on a Sunday, yeah. if Christmas is on a Sunday, you have the longest Advent of literally four solid weeks. Yeah. And if Christmas is on a Monday, it is the, the shortest, shortest Advent. where it is literally three weeks yeah. and the next day it's is Christmas. Christmas. That's the worst, actually, for a parish whenever Christmas is on a Monday, trying to switch that around. Oh, heck yeah. yeah that's, I, that's I, insane. Just to let you know, I think it's a big cop out when you're like, oh, we can't have an 1130 mass because of this. It's like, suck know. it up. <laughs> I understand you can't do five o'clock, but right. I remember going That'd to be a vigil mass already by then. Yeah. No, but still five o'clock. You go to five o'clock on Sunday every week. No, no. Like quite literally, if if Christmas is on a Monday. No, that, no, no. That's but a what I'm pointing out is there oh. you have to cut your five o'clock mass on Sunday. Make it that you o'clock. always you that you always have because you have your vigil masses, your Christmas Eve. Yeah, it'd be four o'clock and six o'clock instead. Yeah, yeah. So right. what I remember is I remember because the eleven thirty. I instead. went to noon mass or whatever at St. Elizabeth's. You know, twenty years ago. I'm trying to think of how long ago it's been, and it's like literally when mass is over, I was like kind of like taking my time to leave, and it all of a sudden it's like ladders. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, take down all that purple stuff. Let's go, yeah, let's go because we got to by the by four <laughs> o'clock or whatever time the uh, the the next mass is. It's got to be Christmas now. Yeah, it's always the hardest for for a parish. Well, also think about like ritual thing because uh, I'm, I'm I still don't know what I want to do for this. Well, see, that's the thing because like honestly, I don't know. My problem is it's something that you probably don't want. You probably don't want, and I don't want to put together. But, but it's like what you should. What would be nice is if everybody went like, "Hey, how many kids remember David and love him to death and want to go to the going away party?" Like at the end of Mr. Holland's Opus or something. Did you ever see that? Uh, a long time ago, yes. But, but you uh, remember at the end they like had this like going away thing for him, and then you had kids from the '60s all the way to like 1995 like show up. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but I'm not doing that for no, you. Sorry. No, yeah, no, that's too much. Yes, yeah. but but like that's something I would think of is something to like a party. Yeah, I don't know or a celebration, kind of a strip thing. But you know, like that's I, the, yeah, yeah, because me, I'm, but, I'm super private with my ritual too. That's I understand. That, yeah, that's, that's, so that's I don't weird. know how you could do that because, like, to me, it would be some kind of like I would feel like some kind of celebration, even if it's just like, hey, GV, I'm going to take you and the boys out. Yeah. Oh, and Gemma too, of course, to uh, to get a nice dinner because it's like now I'm starting this new. Yeah. Thing and ending this other. Yeah. If it's just you and them, it's celebrated. Yeah, know, the or, problem is though is like it, it does feel like a like a, a death or an you know an ending, right? Well, then maybe you have to do a funeral kind of thing for it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like there and should burn, be like those things, like when the ladies break up with their boyfriends and they, and they burn, burn, the burn all their pictures or whatever. <laughs> what was it? Burn it's, all my retreat shirts. <laughs> 
Hey, that's not a bad idea, actually. Maybe do something like that. <laughs> but then it feels, but see, that's more like, but see, this is like a happy breakout. Right, right, right. You burn, you bury it, and then you put the ashes in your garden. Yeah, know. maybe something like that. That's not so bad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if ashes I know are most of my retreat. That's why I had to get a new retreat trip this year because I was like last summer yeah, when yeah. Lisa was out of town, I filled up like 11 giant bags, uh, trash bags with shirts. And, mm-hmm. and she was very happy yeah. that I did that. I was like, that's 11 bags, okay? That's a lot of bags. A lot of shirts. Yeah. Because I, I have too many shirts. Yeah. And now now the problem is I have too many shirts that still don't fit, even because I had to get rid of, like, all my large-size shirts or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I still think I got a box in the garage of, like, all my, like, Silverado High School shirts or something. <laughs> They're probably got, like, a baseball shirt or band shirts or something. I didn't keep all the sickle cell camp shirts I had. I should have done that, but... Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know, but I definitely think that something has to has to be done. I think that'll be good, uh, and then uh, th- and then to start and then doing something to mark the beginning of of the new career. And I don't know what that is e- yet either. But, but yeah, you're right. I'm yeah. very ritualistic. Yeah, you are. Because like even like when Super Bowl comes up, I'm like, we have to do the Super Bowl party, right. and we do it this way, and right? Like, and I it breaks you it. whenever ritual's not done right. Kind of. It's so funny because like when it, even retreats, like whenever we plan a retreat, I'm like, okay, the talk has to have this, this, that, and the other thing, and you're like, but they have to wash each other's feet or whatever, you know. <laughs> I try. I try not to do that with you. No, no, because but, but, I don't try to be like this is the way we did it. No, but still, it's, it's the, you always have that piece of ritual. There always has to be something, and which which makes sense because we we need that as human persons, and you recognize that uh, uh, better than I do. But um, but yeah, yeah. So you are, yeah. That, that yeah, works. I am that way. Yeah, because I even think it, what was it too? I remember like I would kind of do things like that with my friend Brian, and. <clears throat> Cause I'm like, it's New Year's. We're gonna watch the Rose Bowl together. We gotta do this. We always do this on New Year's. And then there was a New Year's. He 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 went out of town. He was helping. This is a long time ago. He was helping a girlfriend move or something. And and I'm like, well, what am I gonna do now? This is our thing. We always get together. It's every year. It's the same thing. And la di da. And then he's like, it sounded like uh, John McClane. Come out to the coast. We will get together. Have a few laughs. <laughs> hey, let's get out to the coast. Have a few laughs. <laughs> but and then what was funny is he like. I guess he hung out with a bunch of my dad's friends, his his main friends, right before we got married. And it was all mm-hmm. them. And, like, my uncle was there and a few people. And they were all kind of just talking about old times. And they're like, yeah, you can c- come on over. And he's like, why don't you bring your best man? He can come, too. And we, we did that. So he's like, well, now that I've heard you, all these things, I can kind of see why you do those things. Because it's just like – because, like, my godfather would always – do um, like New Year's Day back to that. He would put the Rose Bowl on and he'd make chili and he'd pretty much have the door open and anybody who wanted to can come over, all his buddies and stuff. They all knew that that's what we do. And for, you know, I don't know, 10 years of my life or something, we went to his house to do that. And it was a bigger deal when I was little and then when he moved up to Big Bear, not too far from the camp, you know, that we went to, you know, it was only like four or five guys in their families. But that was the deal is, on New Year's Day, that's where we're going to be. Right, because it marks the event. It's something to say that, like, this this is significant, and these, these are the significant signs that go with it, right? And that's, uh, that's yeah, you got, your family does that super well. Uh, we, we're trying to figure that out, us uh, here in the Hall House. We, we do some in things. In the David like, Hall House? Yeah, exactly. We do some things like that, but because, like, I think part of it is because, like, my life has always been so transient in GVs, too, because she grew up, in, like, for 10 years in the Philippines and, and then yeah, came. Yeah, she is yeah. a foreigner. Right, exactly, and then came here and was everything was all different, and so there's there was never any stability for. Right. Um, oh, and you were always moving as a and military, exactly, and so like, th- I mean, we have little things, 
but not like on the level of, of your family where it's it's very much like this is you roll this freaking Noki today. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or oh, you, the way you said that is kind of like the way Sarah said it to her daughter. Because like Alice did not want to roll the Noki like nothing. She was like pitching a fit and sitting in the in the living room and like I'm watching Sarah go like. You're going to roll that in Yaki if you like it or not. I don't care if you, because the whole thing is like, if you're going to eat it, you're going to roll it. And that was kind of thing because everybody's going to eat it. And and then Alice is picking, like literally, 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 Sarah will call ahead to say, hey, what are you eating? Oh, what are you that. serving for food at X party or whatever? Like the holiday she knows. But if it's like Robert's birthday, like what are you going to do? And then she knows, do I have to go buy like jack in the box for the girls right. or something to eat because they're not going to eat when Neil serves. And then I need, don't need my girls to starve or something like that. So, so she's not going to eat the gnocchi, but she's like, I don't care if you're going to eat it or not. You're rolling. This, if you're not, <laughs> or I'm going to have to beat you. Like, and then you see her rolling it, but like she had that look like, <laughs> like it was literally like, like breaking the rocks at the prison yard. <laughs> like, that's so funny, but like I was, but, like, that's true. but it's 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 part of the ritual. I know, but I, like, I don't know if I'd force Robert to do it that bad. But gee whiz, she was like, I don't put up yeah. with nothing. So I've been like I mentioned earlier that I was, I've been reading uh, Maps of Meaning by by Jordan Peterson, and, and what he talks about there, like uh, he, in one section, he talks about like the the apprenticeship role, right? The apprenticeship role, like of like a, a shaman or whoever, right? Mm -hmm. And you have this particular ritual that you have to go through, like it's in order for to be the shaman, yeah, in order to move from one place, and it's very much. And, he, and what he does is he relates it to like um, everything because even, even like graduation. No, because there's there's a moment of of death, and then whenever you, oh, or baptism, you have to be dunked exactly. into the water to die. Your old life dies, and you exactly. Back up. And that's when what Batman falls into the water, yeah, and he comes up as as the, the and that's why he came out all white, right? And he said, "I am no longer Batman the Gray. I'm Batman the White. I'm Batman the White." <laughs> I think they did that in the comics with the Spectre too, a death and so resurrection they, thing. Oh. Yeah, because because what the point that he makes is that like the 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 person the shaman or or the 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 um, person to be baptized or whatever they go out and then they have um uh, it, it, in the shaman particular examples like they they have this encounter or they have this this death that occurs to them that that they are no longer the same person anymore right and then when they come back. They have a um, they have a taste of that unknown, so the, even the community is not really quite sure what to do with them. Do yet. they have a new name too? Exactly right. So they come, like. they they have to they have to mark the experience. You know, it made me think about whenever Moses sees the glory of God. Right, he says like I'm not going to let you see my face, but uh, you can see my back or whatever. And then whenever he comes down, he has that glow about him, you know. And then the the rest of and it says the the rest of the camp people were terrified of him, but at the same time they're like they know that that the, and a change has occurred in Moses. Like he is he is like somehow different from seeing the face of God, and um and and this this is a new marking of like. Uh, of who he is. Yeah, kind of like how Megatron died and he was resurrected <laughs> as Galvatron. <laughs> Yeah. I totally understand. No, exactly. Let but me that, put that in. Everybody yeah, listening, that, I understood you didn't understand the Moses thing. But, no, so but now that, that you see Galvatron, thing, right? Because what, what happens when he goes back and to the community of the Decepticons, right? Starscream is there and he's being uh, he's Corny. being crowned, right? And he's like, "Are, are you Megatron?" Well, here's a hint, right? He, and he doesn't even give the he doesn't even give the flat answer at, at that moment, right? He says, "Here's a hint," and then he shoots him, and, he, and the guy explodes, like, and then the rest of the community is like. This is like Megatron, but somehow different. There, so there's what it was. It was. Um, it was. It was a, Rumble who said, "Will anyone else attempt to fill his shoes?" What do you say his name was? 
Galvatron. And then and then they started and then they accept him into the into the community. But but yeah, that's very that's a really good example in yeah. um a weird context. But but that's a um. Yeah, that's 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 what I, what I was reading about in in um, maps of meaning and um, trying to figure all this. And that's what you guys do really really well is that you mark the occasion, and the occasion is like that we're somehow different. And even the gnocchi thing is is part of that, right? Because you have to sacrifice. You have to kind of like give of yourself and let go. And like I'm going to suffer in these hours. I'm like, because how long does it, how long does it take to roll? Oh, the rolling's not that long, but it, it's you know it's. Probably at least a half hour, forty minutes. Right. How long does it take you to eat a plate? Yeah. Six oh, minutes? you're right. It's an right. all day. <laughs> Just letting it dry. To <laughs> right. This is what I'm saying. Like it's it's a giving of yourself. It's a complete sacrifice of yourself. It's a dying to what you want to do. Oh, I mean, this is from you too. Like, how long do you work on cooking all the lamb and stuff? Oh on yeah, Easter? a long time. Yeah. Man, that's different because we do eat that for a few hours. We do. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> we do take a long time. <laughs> yeah, but, but there are meals that it's like, boy, I spent like two hours making this and we finished in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, though, because it's a, it is a gift of self, uh, and it's a dying to self. There is a sacrifice that's being made in order that a new life can come about, and that's why I think like you, your family particularly always marks these occasions with these elaborate meals. You know, it's the mm -hmm. Babette's feast type thing. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you're also not looking to be Galvatron. You're not trying to kill David to be, no. or are you trying to kill Youth David to be? A I don't know that David. No, that doesn't work. That's weird. But. But even even if you think biblical David, right? You have his. Uh, oh, you mean David, King David? Yeah, you have King David. Or you're like King David from the books, where he's not he's sending girls' husbands to the front lines. I know exactly. Was, or or is it cool point. David who who was hanging out looking for river rocks for a slingshot? Well, you do because you have you have David the hero right, in, in his in his early days with like um, uh, killing the lions while trying to protect the sheep. And the slingshot with the Goliath and all those things, and sing, playing the harp and, and all that stuff for for King Saul, and and then you have like the death of David, so to speak, where you have his um, and this is cyclical in his life too, which is really interesting because you have his like uh, Saul is trying to kill him, and so he has lost all his power. At one point, he even is like living with the um, uh, the the foreign territory people and quote-unquote working for them but he's actually like working against them just kind of pretending like he's on their side or whatever but this is like um this is like david is no longer part of israel he's he's been cast out and he's he's not part of the community where he has to die to who that is and then when saul dies and saul's family dies and he comes back into israel there's a moment of like okay th this has to be like a, a a marking of david's rebirth and how, how does david get accepted back into here well he has to fight these battles and and he has to um he has to somehow become it's because at the beginning with whenever he was like hero David with Saul is like David has killed his 10,000s like very much. And then like, oh, David's an enemy of the state. We got to kill him. And then David comes back and the, and there's still that civil war of like, OK, who's who's is going to be one of Saul's kids that's going to reign here? Is it going to be David that's going to reign here? And then David has to like win these battles and and be accepted and get the Ark of the Covenant back and all this stuff. And, and then. And then, then he's like recognized. Oh, David! David has killed his ten thousands, and and now he's king, and now he's the greatest king that Israel have, has ever seen. Type type deal, like um, that that uh, that process of dying to and then coming to new life um, in, in those things. And that, I mean, you guys do that with with the meals and stuff like that. With you setting up the table for for twelfth night, and and you 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 kill your living room. 
Oh, for yeah, for Christmas Eve, yeah, yeah. Oh, my living Christmas room Eve. literally okay. does. Yeah, yeah. I yeah do. You, I guess I do kill my living room to turn it into a dining room, right? And then, and then you rise up to new life, and new life happens there, and then, uh, and and that's and you do it all again next year, right? It's very I much. This, see that. You, you see, what I'm saying it's this dying and rising. Um, I guess for the season per se or whatnot, I don't really see it as the person, but I, you know, I could think of multiple examples, like you're saying, yeah, like, either in through fiction or. Or like you know, your Saul becomes Paul, and yep. and you know your um, even uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Octavius becomes Augustus. Augustus, yeah. <clears throat> you know, and you could think of it as that dead. It's like that's what um, I, I totally realized what they were saying when you'd have the the trans people who use a dead name because now, oh, I've never heard that before. Yes. Explain that. Well, okay, it's like you're you're David, become, but now you become a girl, and now you're Gwendolyn. And so David would be my dead your name. dead name, dead name, really yeah. dead, like D E A D dead yeah. name. Very interesting. Because I guess David the man is dead, now Gwendolyn the woman is alive or interesting. something like that. And at first I thought that was kind of like a slap in the face of like, you know, your parents your, who yeah, right, right, you right. and all that stuff. But then I started thinking about it like you got Saul and Paul and Octavius and Augustus and mm-hmm. Galvatron and Megatron. And yeah, like, right, right. I understand that Megatron is dead and Galvatron is alive. Yeah. So I guess David is dead and Gwendolyn's alive. And it's like, oh, it kind of makes sense. It's still weird. It's very weird, but it's just weird to call it a dead name. But it makes sense because we are we're literally talking about someone dying, and someone living from that or something like that. The saying, ritual has to go through in order for in order to I come. Yes, you have the, to have tra- a, to the transition. That's yeah. If your full transition has to happen, you have to at least take on a new name or something. I don't know for real, but I mean, I guess you don't need to do you don't need to. But I could see on how it'd be part of it. Yeah, but I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because and we were also pointing out that something dies to be alive, like you're saying, right. my a living room dies. Right, exactly. Yeah, and then and then it, it comes to like the you you die to um, the making of the food, you know, all that sacrifice mm-hmm. that's made. The hours, it's hours to cook these meals. And you know what's funny too? Now you said was I'm thinking back in my living room, and it also gets like reborn back as the living room, which is not it doesn't really work with this transitional thing, but it, it's like it's like if you went from a caterpillar to a butterfly back to a caterpillar. Right. Well that's <laughs> but, big, that's that's the Christian life. The Christian life is cyclical cyclical. I think that, that that's on purpose because we should constantly remember our baptism. Well then that's what it is because what's funny is I have like a brand new living room because I have to take all the couch apart and everything like that in my living room. And whilst I do that, I have to sweep up. Right. And let me tell you, the last few years since we've yeah. had children, you find the craziest things in that yeah. couch. So then we sweep up under the couch and blah blah blah. And what was funny is during like the COVID years where we didn't have big groups over we didn't switch the couch at all. So then finally when we did again, it's like three years worth of stuff. It's not really that long, but whatever. So it's like at Super Bowl, we kind of move things around. But at Christmas, it's like, hey, look, we haven't moved this in a while. Right. And we took apart the whole couch, and I got to sweep up everything. And this takes extra long to sweep, and then extra long to vacuum, and extra long to mop, and all this stuff because you don't move your couch that, that often, do you, you know? Right. We'll get this now. All right. So let's take that idea of like you you have in this in the cyclical pattern of of death and resurrection you your 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 living room is it's is um essentially killed cleaned and resurrected as as a new living room but then throughout the year it gets dingy and dirty and kids and all the things mm-hmm. again and, and then it, the, the process happens all over again all right throw in the precepts of the church right well <laughs> Right. All comes back. No, because think about that. What's one of the, like, we must go to confession at least once a year. Right. Right. We must have communion we, once a year. Once a year. It's your Easter duty, right? You receive during the Easter season. Uh, but but that, that idea of, like, um, 
yes, I, I've, I made new each time I go to a confession. I'm, Once I'm a year, clean. I need to be I at need the to kill my sins yeah. and be renewed. Right, essentially, right. And that, then that's I need what... to have my communion and eat it too. And <laughs> but that's what it is, isn't it? That's what it's. It's a death and resurrection to new life. Um, Once a year, at minimum, just like my couch. <laughs> just like your couch, maybe maybe a little more than once a year. But the prince, but the prince. Sometimes we have parties in the afternoon say. and have to split the couch into two, and then <laughs> we sweep under that. Yeah, yeah. See exactly. Yeah, yeah. Every six months for your couch, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe a little more frequently as a human person. But, but you get the idea. I do. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Huh? We long weird. on this. We did. That was a lot longer than we I didn't really talk about Flight of Dragons yet. Too, we want to talk about Flight of Dragons? Let's we take can. a few minutes. Let's talk about Flight of Dragons for a few minutes. <laughs> 